0: FM to get started. Hey everybody! In this episode of the GH Report, Sonny takes a punch, Lulu's in trouble, and Lucy writes a book. We're going to break all that down and more next.
1: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz begin. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> the GH
0: Report. We are so excited to be back for you here on this Sunday night, breaking down all the latest happenings in Port Charles. I'm Frank Moran. I'm Carla Renata. And as always, folks, like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and everybody, we're going to have the chat up and running. Carla's got it going. We know yeah. you're in there already sharing some thoughts. Carla, you some shout And I
1: was like, <laughs> the thoughts that they were sharing, I was like, y'all are not right. And they just laughed laugh at me. Because yeah. they, they got shenanigans in the chat room as always. <laughs>
0: So uh, now, before we took last week off, uh, we had various things going on. So we thank you for your patience there. I know that there's very few uh, GH podcasts around, but we do appreciate you uh, sticking around for us. And when we, we do have do. things happen,
1: we you... do. And we love y'all for tuning in and being patient and hanging in there with us. We really do. Don't be mad at us. You know, don't don't get your jaws all clenched up tight.
0: No, that's true. <laughs> we we love doing this. And when but when professional opportunities come our way sometimes that takes us away from being able to do the show every single week. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean we don't miss you and that we don't love you and that we're not excited to get back and talk some more.
1: Absolutely. Very well said, Frank. There you go. Go ahead with your bad self. All right.
0: I'm (laughs) going to get going, guys. Uh, Bye-bye, everybody. (laughs) So we're going to break down the latest weeks. We'll also have some news and gossip at the end of the show as well. But before we dive into the week specifically, Carla, what have you been thinking about General Hospital in in, in the general terms lately?
1: You know, I just got to say that uh, Ryan is getting a little sloppy. Yeah, He's getting a little sloppy with his stuff. He's just going after the obvious. And I cannot wait until Ava figures out, because I think Ava might be the person that figures out it's him first. I think she might be the one to figure out first. Maybe not. But I, I'm thinking it's her. But I'm kind of loving how they just making him sloppy. Like, at first he was all cool and cunning, and now he's just sloppy with his stuff. I like that they finally got some kind of resolution to Oscar. Yes, in his situation. And so he's not whining and crying anymore. I kind of love that, and it's it's looking a little bit more realistic. Um, but I have to say, and we said this before we went on the air, honey, that slot machine opening, I'm like, why does it look like a slot machine? And why was Anna having temporary blindness? Like, I cannot with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I am curious. Uh, you know, general hospitals changed their opening, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of times. And many soaps, so they will freshen it all up mm-hmm. throughout, throughout the years. So this is la- uh, the latest general hospital refresh, mm-hmm. where we just see the familiar J, G, and H and then we just see uh, just a, a Rolodex. Yeah, just it a is a
1: slot machine. Right. I'm like, fire. I'm going y- to need y'all to, like, at least show the faces when we can see them. Especially the black faces, because it's just like a blur. It's like, oh, it, oh, <laughs> oh, was that a black person? Oh, oh, oh. I'm like, come on now.
0: There are a couple times where I go like, wait, is, did they show that person or not? And then I'll, after we rewind it, just like, oh, no, they didn't show that person. I just thought I, <laughs> I, thought I imagined it. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> but compared to the one we just had, where it was... Just like the very kind of like taking snapshots inside the letters and then they kind of expanded out to, say, General Hospital. Which one do you prefer more?
1: I like the way it was. I didn't have a problem with it the way that it was. I I, I like seeing the pictures of the actors. Mm -hmm. I like, you know, acknowledging the because this is the thing. The actors on General Hospital are what makes General Hospital. So if if we're going to acknowledge them in the opening montage, acknowledge them. Don't gloss over it. That's how I feel about that.
0: I mean, again, my favorite, and we've talked about this a long time ago, but my favorite opening was the kind of the orange tinged one where we'd see the various, you know, the, the actors would kind of turn their heads a little bit looking at the camera.
1: <laughs> I I oh adored God, that, that opening hilarious. so much. It was so great. I cannot with that, but okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> People in the chat room are going, they're talking about my braids. And saying that I look pretty. Thank you.
0: Yep. Carly came to fight me today, folks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, the hair wasn't happening, so it was a braid kind of day. <laughs> look at that. I
0: love it. I love it. I love it. So uh, let's dive in to the latest storylines, and let's jump into the, uh, the first one uh, that uh, you brought up that kind of entry. me was Oscar's storyline. Yes. So we see Oscar finally gets the uh, the results of the treatment, that the trial that he's been in, mm-hmm. and it has not decreased the the, the, the tumor's mass.
1: I was kind of, and I have to say, I got, somewhere along the line I got invested in that storyline, so I was kind of hoping that they would come up with a resolution for him in his favor to have him live. But then once it came down that, I, I love that scene that they had with, um, What's the doctor's name?
0: Oh, yes. And I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name. But Elizabeth's friend. Elizabeth's
1: friend. When they had the meeting with her and she had to break down because he was like, okay, how much time do I have? And she's like, you know, I can't really say. And then she eventually rolled around and said it could be seven to eight months or it could be six to seven weeks. And I was like, "Wow, that's a huge, broad range of time." Mm-hmm. But at least she gave him something, and at least Joss is kind of like, "Okay, well, I'm here for it. What are we gonna do today? What 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 do you want to do today?" And I kind of love the 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 way that they're attacking that, where they're not making him because he felt sorry for himself for so long. That I love the fact that they're just making him embrace what's happening the 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 ultimate demise of his character they're making him embrace that and just you know take it a day at a time i hope they don't have him like go to sleep and not wake up or something crazy like that you know yeah
0: it's uh and i as i spoke a long time ago it's like i was hoping this was going to be very similar to the the robin and stone storyline
1: it's kind of looking like it's going to be like that and i and and there was this other scene where Carly was talking about the look on Joss's face when she talks about Oscar, that look that she has on her face that she shouldn't have at that age. Mm-hmm. Like she should have that, that look of wonderment and and excitement and bewilderment. And what she has on her face is someone who is worried. And she, sh- she doesn't want to ever see her daughter have that look on her face at this young age. Age in her life, I was like, "Oh, that broke my heart."
0: No, I agree. Uh, this, I think, will be a, a great storyline. You never want to see an actor, Dr. Randall. Lo- that's yeah, her name, yeah. Terry. L- Thank you, Terry Randall. Yes, <laughs> you never want to see an actor lose a job. But I think uh, the course of the storyline leading to what it seems to be now would be Oscar's passing. I think it would be. Uh, it could be a really powerful story, not just for for Oscar and Jocelyn, but for everybody they come into contact with and how they react. And how their characters are affected uh, through Oscar's strength, uh, and how how he uh, faces his. Uh, his I'm young looking guy. forward
1: to see how Alexis is going to respond to all of this because Alexis seems to be the the one person outside of his immediate realm of people that really seems invested in how his story is going to play out. You know how this is going to affect him ultimately to the point where she jumped up in Julian's face and was like, "Yo, you you got to do better." Yeah. Like what are you doing? You gotta you gotta be there for Kim. You can't just like. And what, how lame was that? You just gonna kick her to the curb? talking about you slept with some miscellaneous person that don't <laughs> exist. What the hell? Like how are you Sorry, just Kim. gonna do that? <laughs> I cannot even.
0: But- it was one thing because they at the end of the week we've got uh, Drew wants to get in touch with Jason to talk to him in regards to Jocelyn and his was a concern was that I don't want Jocelyn to be wasting Oscar's time searching for a cure and I just felt that that was a conversation that happened too late. I, like, I felt like Jocelyn earlier got
1: past that phase. Right. That was kind of weird. They did have that conversation. like, didn't we talk about this already? Yeah, okay. especially
0: when it's cut to Jocelyn and Oscar talking to Cameron, like, oh, we want to do this, this, and this, and this. Right. Not talking about searching for treatment, treatments, but just activities to do in their life.
1: Right. And then the scene with Jocelyn and Cameron, that was a nice little scene, you know, where she talked about how she was searching up all night, looking for different uh, clinics and uh, surgeons that operate on inoperable tumors and how she realized that at some point what she was doing was she was avoiding the inevitable. And she decided, why am I wasting this time when I could just spend time with Oscar? Mm-hmm. And then the the young man who plays Cameron, the look on his little face, he genuinely looked devastated to find out that Oscar wasn't going to make it. And he looked so hurt, and he looked like, wow, so I'm get, I got in all this trouble and my dude's not even going to make it? Like that was the look on his face. He didn't say. He never said that. He never communicated that. But that was the look on his face. I kind of loved him for that.
0: Let's take a hot second to talk about Cameron because okay. when he first came on the show, when they re, when they aged him up.
1: I wasn't he, having him. I wasn't.
0: He was kind of irritating. They he had like the whole thing when they he was
1: annoying. Yeah, he was
0: when Aiden and his first time talking about the pencils and stuff. It was. But how do you feel about Cameron's character now?
1: I have a lot of affection and respect for Cameron's character because Cameron they, they've turned Cameron's character into someone who is looking beyond himself to help other people. And the Cameron that showed up was someone that was very selfish, that was all about Cameron. And now he's shown that, you know, he would do anything for his friend because he was sick. He would do anything for Joss because that was his best friend. He would even do anything for his brother. Like, there's that moment where he's sitting on the sofa and he's trying to turn on the iPad, right? And there's that message from some clown that says, welcome Gaden, or something about Gaden, about Aiden, right? And instead of him you know blowing up and acting crazy or telling cuz his mom and franco were right there. He could have said something to them and acted out, but he didn't. He just spent that time with Aiden and just played with Aiden in that moment. You know, about the recipes and and cooking and stuff. So, he they've turned him around to be a very respectable character, and I I like the fact that they did that. I like the fact that they showed him to be a teenager who has learned from their lessons as opposed to just falling back into what's familiar true and
0: i there's something about me that will like a character that still gets in trouble but they're doing something for to help others exactly it may be the wrong way to go about it exactly but uh you know you you know and so they may it may be something wrong but you have to appreciate the fact why they're doing what they're doing
1: exactly What I did have a problem with, though, was that court scene where people were just miscellaneous showed up and was (laughs) testifying (laughs) on his behalf, and the judge just kind of sat there and allowed that. I'm like, "Um, for real, though? Yeah. (laughs) Y'all just—you just going to let miscellaneous people just walk in and start talking? Like, And they're not miscellaneous, really. I mean, Drew is Oscar's dad, and Elizabeth is Cameron's mom. But it was like like she didn't even. The funny part was, she was like, Can I say something? And she didn't even wait for a response. She didn't even wait for a response. She just went through the little gate and started talking. I'm like, Diva, you got to wait for the judge to say okay before you just go through the gate and start talking. That was funny to me. I'm like, oh, y'all got jokes on General Hospital today.
0: Now, I have not uh, been in a situation where I've, you know, had a sibling being bullied in front of me, or uh, you know, even though I have uh, a young daughter that, that she has not encountered anything like that yet. Cameron, when he does see, as you're seeing, he sees on the tablet somebody uh, chimes in about, you know, yeah, hey, get, you know, drop dead, get lost, Gaden, whatever it said. Uh, I love the fact that he wants to be protective of his brother, but I also like, would you not want to bring it up? to Elizabeth.
1: No. You don't think so? No, because she's she's dealing with enough. She's got the one kid who just went to court over some weed. She's got the other kid who she thought is is getting over the whole situation with the whole bullying, you know, thing in school, and she's been dealing with I love the fact that Willow has kind of been working in tandem with Elizabeth to try to counteract the whole situation. But that's a lot. You know, that's a lot. And it and she's trying to plan a wedding, you know, or trying to find a, a time to plan the wedding. That's a lot going on, not to mention the fact that they got a serial killer running around Port Charles. So that's a lot. So I feel like, again, Cameron is being thoughtful by not bringing it up and just trying to deal with it, you know, the best way he knows how as a kid. Yeah, you know,
0: but that, I also feel like that's going to be one of those things that it will blow up when it does get to that point and Cameron says, oh, well, it happened... Three months ago.
1: And then she'll be like, well, why didn't you tell me? Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we do find out though that the whole big thing—the camera—is going to be on the uh, possibly on the hook for uh, attempting purchasing the the marijuana. Mm -hmm. But now he just uh, has—he has a year of almost like sort of like a probation, as long as he doesn't get in any other trouble and he does community service. Which I was actually surprised
1: by that, to tell you the truth, because that judge was like she was not taking any prisoners. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. Michael B in the chat room says, "Sorry, in the black community, we kick a bully's ass if they mess with the (laughs) sibs." That made me laugh out loud, (laughs) and it's what. True,
0: (laughs) you know, uh, speaking of the bullying and the sibs, uh, the one thing I am, man, that that does really great on me is, uh, speaking of Willow, and we've got uh, Charlotte and we've got Nina, how Nina reacts anytime that Charlotte is thought to be a troublemaker, or she's doing something inappropriate.
1: It's annoying. Oof. It's annoying. Like, I want to punch her in her, her I want to punch her in her throat. Because I'm like, okay, first of all, you can't keep coddling this child when she's doing wrong. You got to, at some point, you got to snatch her up and be like, "You're this is wrong, you should not do this. And I think that Charlotte keeps doing it because Nina is the only person that's like, she's just being a strong girl. She's just ha- She just has a strong personality. No, she's being a bully. That is not okay.
0: Yeah, it's you can be a strong person without being mean to others.
1: Exactly, like that is not okay, and you need they need to break her little butt from that. That is not okay, and I think she's probably the one sending the little messages to Aiden. Now that she can't do it verbally, I think she's probably resorted to doing it digitally. I hope not. I I bet. I bet you it's her.
0: Ugh, man. Uh, You know, speaking of messages, though. What? Carol, look at that! What know. do you
1: want to share? <laughs> uh,
0: you know, before we move on to our next topic, uh, we just want to say thank you for making us After Buzz, the ESPN TV talk, and for uh, us to continue to grow, we could use your help. Uh, if you're on YouTube right now, and if you're watching a stream live, then you know you're probably right there. Hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes listening to this, maybe you're at the gym, maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're doing the dishes at home. Just give us a five-star rating.
1: No, I'm not doing the dishes. Why not? You wouldn't be doing the dishes? Maybe. I, I
0: always enjoy I'll put on a podcast while I'm doing some dishes. Come on now. It's 2019, Carla. Uh, but no matter where you are, leave a comment so that we know that you got involved uh, in the conversation. And uh, for being part of After Buzz has meant so much to all of us. So we re- really appreciate you supporting us and uh, doing what we love. So don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying our shows.
1: Hey now, a little, hey
0: now. little shout out to everybody.
1: All right, yes. Well, okay then.
0: Uh, all right, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about the storyline that kind of rub- I don't know if it, it didn't rub me the wrong way, but it was just kind of irritating me at the end of the week. and that was Lucy's book reading.
1: First of all, why does Lucy even have a book? That's the first thing.
0: Well, now, you can buy this book. It is available for sale if you would like to buy this book. I
1: cannot with Lucy in a book. I cannot. Like, that whole situation was like, really? we just going to throw Lucy and a book into the mix amongst everything else? Okay. Is this supposed to be a distraction from what, I wonder?
0: (laughs) I mean, it is one thing. Like, if you go traveling around the country and you're going to places that may have, like, haunted houses or stuff, there's, like, you can buy books about the history of the town, maybe some ghost stories, things like that. But would you want—I'm trying to think. Would you want to go to a town and buy a book about this small upper New York town? No. And hear about just some of the baggage— uh, and misadventures. In the town, right. Yeah, no. people.
1: But you can go out and buy my book. That's right. <laughs> the yeah. Actor's Guide to Self-Marketing, How to Promote and Brand Your Unique Image at Amazon and com right now. Hey.
0: Boom. Right there. <laughs> Look at that. I love it. I love it. Uh, I, I assume by watching the uh, the episode of this week where Lucy did her book reading, you learned what not to do. Uh, when oh you my do God!
1: Yours. I'm so I was just like I cannot. It was just a nightmare. It was just I'm like, oh, can I change the channel right now and come back? I just was not having that. You know, I, I mean,
0: Lucy, uh, she's she's delightful. I mean, and she can. I she love can whenever that,
1: I I love whenever um Lynn Herring is on because she's just she's delightful as Lucy. I mean, there's nobody else that could play that part but her. She's hilarious, but. I'm just saying.
0: The reading of sections of that book where she just trashes the various people in the room, I'm like, "Lucy, can you not just tell how people are reacting to what you're reading?" She
1: has no temperature reading. She does not know how to feel the temperature of a room. Never has known how to feel the temperature of a room, which is why she gets in most of the trouble that she gets into. Oof, it was just like, "Oh, oh man." I mean, It was bad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was bad. most
0: especially towards Felicia cuz she kept on hammering home <laughs> The, uh, the Ryan Chamberlain stuff. I'm like, oh, I was like, baby.
1: girl, really? I just cannot. Speaking of Ryan Chamberlain, how about the fact that Miss Lulu was the one that finally figured out? Well, her and and uh, Jordan and Curtis figured out that link of the driver's license, yeah, with the driver's licenses.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, what, okay. Before we dive into Ryan for one second. Uh, one thing I want to ask about Lucy's book finally. <laughs> I still want to talk about Lucy's yeah,
1: book. Because I'm like, oh, I can't with Lucy's book.
0: The way that she dives into all this, how did she get a lot of the specific information? Did she go around and interview various people here in Port Charles? Because like the way that she knew about like Valentine Casadine and everything that went down with Nicholas, Ava's certainly not telling her that story, and she was the one that was in the room. Mm. And Laura is not a huge fan of, of that. And she's not going to want to talk to Lucy about the death of her son. And but I can't a lot imagine Lulu... stuff
1: is, a lot of that stuff is documented, though. Wait,
0: who's from where who's telling who's because it might be on what kind of government files or police records like nobody's given ac- Lucy access to that stuff
1: well like, you know Mac was the um, the police chief at one time he may have you know slipped up and told her some of that information at some point uh, I'm just yeah. I'm just throwing straws out there. I don't know I don't, it, it, it was just
0: so <laughs> omniscient about everything that has happened on the show and the history of these characters I'm like there's no way in real life any of these characters would have shared the level of detail. Not with sure. Lucy because
1: Lucy talks too much. Yeah. So
0: and it's like if you, yeah you're not gonna you know you know share some secrets or tales out of school knowing that she's writing a book like
1: no 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 nah, no, no I don't think so.
0: All right, <laughs> it's just my thing. I, but I mean, I, I, I would fl- I, I would go to Barnes and Noble and flip through that book, see, what, you know, see what's up, see what's up. No, nah. no. All right, Carlos not a, going it's to. It's a
1: pass. <laughs> it's a pass. All
0: right, so let's dive into Ryan Chamberlain. Okay. You're excited about it. Let's do it. We see. Uh, we see. As you mentioned, uh, we see Curtis and Jordan. They figure out. Oh yeah. Uh, Ryan was keeping people's driver's licenses, mm-hmm. and this new killer is also keeping mm-hmm. them. Is there some connection? Mm-hmm. And Lulu kind of figures out that there's something. She doesn't know it's a driver's license, but right, she knows she that doesn't there's know some what connection. It is, but she
1: knows there's some connection.
0: Do you do you side with Peter August in saying that they should not publish that information, or do you agree with Lulu that the public has a right to know that information?
1: I side with Peter because then you're letting you're letting Ryan know that you're on to him so then he's going to find something else to throw people off he's he's smart to a certain extent but it lulu First of all, I've never been, as as you know, on this show, I have never been a big fan of Lulu being a journalist. Because she's just, like, stomping around, like, I'm a journalist, I'm a journalist, I'm a journalist. <laughs> and as a, someone who actually is a journalist, you're not running around talking about you're a journalist. You just report the facts and that's it. You don't run around going, I'm a journalist, I'm a journalist, I'm a journalist. Like, who does that? But so the fact that she's, like, it's my job to tell the facts. Like, no real journalist says that. They just report the story and they cite their sources if they have any and that's it but having said that she just I feel like she just goes above and beyond and the last time she went above and beyond somebody got killed Nathan got killed mm-hmm. so you would think she learned her lesson from the last time she was doing too much but no no She's just still pushing and stomping around. I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist. I'm like, girl, get your life. When I there, cannot. <laughs>
0: There's that moment where she goes up uh, and sees Maxie when Jordan is talking to her as well about, like, wanting to call off the book, uh, book event. Mm-hmm. And Lulu, the first thing she does, she just pulls out her phone with a big we recorder. Record her. Yep. Uh, do you have any uh, comment about all this? (laughs) Like,
1: Like, who does that? Nobody does that. Or or when Margot came to see her and she was like, I'm going to record this. And Margot's like, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Miss Thing, really? You just first of all, you don't tell somebody if you really want to get the story. You don't tell them you're going to record them. You just push the record button. Like, like what kind of journalist are you? She announcing everything. Like what the hell?
0: It was with such flourish that she it brought like, it out in front of. Yeah, I'm like okay. I'm
1: like, oh my god, I cannot with her.
0: Uh, but she does, after talking to Laura, kind of figure out that uh, Laura says she, met, she saw the list of Kevin's office of nine victims. Mm. And then Felicia is the 10th. Mm. And when uh, Lulu looks into it, she sees there's only seven known victims of Ryan Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hmm, where are these other two? Goes to uh, and get, gets in touch with Kevin. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin pays her a visit at the end of the week.
1: Yeah, that was that was a little scary. It's like, Ooh. he's always a little creepy. But what about that moment where he looked like he was going to try to take Laura out at the boxing boxing ring yes you remember that moment yep. i was like and then laura was like i love laura because laura was standing there in all her glory she's like what are you doing you're cutting off your circulation <laughs> like yes. he about to cut off your circulation in two <laughs> seconds if scotty Baldwin hadn't walked in that room she wouldn't have had no circulation and i was like but that's what i mean about him getting sloppy like why would you kill laura yes that's that's just sloppy mm-hmm. that's just sloppy serial killer <laughs> That's just a sloppy serial killer. Why are you? Why are you gonna take out the person who you have verbally let people know that you're not having her? You don't want to stay married to her, and then she's gonna die. And you think people are not gonna turn around and look to you as the killer? Boy, bye.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, we do see. Well, we also see him trying to do something to help Ava uh, because Ava wants. Uh, he proposes leaving town. Let's move away. Let's leave the country.
1: And that was far fetched too.
0: Yeah, and but Ava won't leave without Avery, and Sonny and Carly aren't going to give Avery up that easy. So, so now,
1: so now Sonny and Carly are on the list. I love how he was like, "Okay, Carly, oh, and Sonny's not going, Sonny." <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, you just going to take out the whole town until nobody's left but you and Ava? Boy, bye. <laughs>
0: uh, I would. I was curious to see how. Brian's plan was going to go into effect. He was going to go to the graveyard as they were talking to Morgan's uh, tombstone and then take them out there.
1: I don't know what he was going to do, but that's what I'm saying. Sloppy serial killer, just sloppy. That's just sloppy.
0: And it's a bold scheme because, I mean, he's taking one person out at a time, but but trying to do two, especially Sonny. Sonny
1: and Carly? Like, you, you think, first of all, do you really think Carly going to let you take her out? And do you really think that's going to happen without Sonny taking you out? Boy, bye. (laughs) No.
0: Yeah, because I don't know know if Sonny carries a gun, but he he is a boxer. So I I think if it's in a close—and Ryan does like to do things up close— so I don't think it would be that easy. You'd really have to get the drop, and doing two people at the same time would have been really challenging. I think.
1: They said uh, in the chat room, Aisha says Ava was disposed about Nicholas's death, and then recanted her statement to get her face restored. <laughs> that's funny.
0: Ah, uh, that's true.
1: And All then, right. and then some, some wanton. I think said Lulu is a good journalist, like the PCPD is good police. Well, there's that, and then. Um, Aisha says, again, just last week, Sonny discussed the security detail on Lulu's house, and she turned him down on his offer. Oh, yeah, that was a good point. And then Marlon says, if Ryan killed Sonny and Carly, that would have been epic. No, it wouldn't. It'd be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kelly says, Jason won't let that happen. And then Michael B. says, Ryan wouldn't stand a chance with them. That's what I'm saying. Like, really? You're going to go for of everybody in poor Charles... You decide you're going to go for Sonny and Carly, boy, bye. No.
0: Mm-mm. That
1: wouldn't work. And I,
0: I also don't believe that Sonny and Carly, as much as Sonny puts security on everybody else, I can't imagine that he doesn't have people close by. He's got to have a Max or a Milo or somebody that's at least—
1: That we don't see, absolutely. That, yes. Because he is the godfather of poor Charles. He's yeah. just not walking around nilly-willy yeah. without some background somewhere, you know, hanging out, lurking in the shadows to have his back. Like, let's not forget that. He is the godfather of poor Charles. True. I'm just saying.
0: Uh, we do get to see Laura. Uh, t- uh, she gets her inauguration. and it-
1: Yes. So remember before the break, you were like, who would you like to see win? And I was like, I would want to see Laura win.
0: <sighs> That's true. <laughs> One thing before we do, I'll dive further into that. While they're at the floating rib waiting for the election results to come in, and Matt calls Kevin over because he, uh, he wants to talk to him more about the details.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, there, So we see uh, John Lindstrom and John J York. They're in the background as right. other people are talking to Laura. Right. And it's like... I could not buy that Ryan posing as Kevin would want to keep talking to Mac that long. Right. And because they kept on just hanging out in the background talking. I saw
1: that. And I was just like, this conversation, I I felt that too. I was like, this conversation is going on way too long. Like, y'all need to break it up. Like, what is happening over there? And Mac was just giving him way too much information. Yeah, this is the th- this is the thing that's starting to annoy me with that situation. Does anybody not peep the fact that that is not Kevin that they're talking to? I think Carly and Franco are like the only ones that are peeping it because they were like when when Franco breaks into the office and Carly catches him, then Franco's like, yeah, he just he he just kicked me to the curb as a client and, and he started acting weird and contradicting stuff, and Carly was like, yeah, he did that to me too. <laughs> yeah (laughs) but that was all the conversation that they had about it i'm like so y'all not gonna investigate that further you're not gonna look in them files you're not gonna see that piece of paper that he has with all them people's names on it you're not gonna look in that little wooden box where he got the driver's licenses like really y'all not gonna look further you're you're gonna be that close and you're not gonna be that nosy yeah i can't well because i feel like the thing that's frustrating
0: is the 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 film producer that kevin ends up ryan ends up killing uh, he had, he found out that there were no remains found for Ryan's body. So nobody else is able to find this out information out. But That's what I'm saying.
1: Too. I'm like, and Lulu with her, and I'm a reporter, I'm a journalist, I'm a journalist, I'm a journalist. She mm. don't know that. Yeah. Girl, bye.
0: So getting back to <laughs> Laura's inauguration, we do get to see Ned lose. Mm. And I feel like this time, I mean, we, we there was never this much focus even when Ned uh, ran I mean, the first time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have the big inauguration and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, I guess this is kind of like a storyline that we thought was going to happen a year ago before and Francis ended up leaving mm-hmm, the show. So mm-hmm. I guess it's nice to see kind of more of a big spectacle about it.
1: And then even Kevin showed up at that. I'm like, what? So I'm very confused about, like, is there a part of him that kind of likes Laura? As Ryan, because he's he's showing conflicting things. Like, one minute he wants to strangle her with a shoelace, mm-hmm. and then the next minute he's endorsing her winning for mayor at the town meeting, and then he shows up at the inauguration to endorse her once again. I'm like, I'm very confused.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, certainly he was there to try to finalize their divorce so he could, you know, hook up with Ava and just flee the country. But uh, I Like, do that's like- <laughs> going to work. That is not going to happen. I do like that Laura uh, says, all right, I'm going to, you know, Drop the ring and uh, use my maiden name. Yeah, throw out that Weber. Mm. Like, uh, she's uh you know Laura Weber, your new mayor of Port Charles.
1: Okay, well, at least at least um, Spencer's shenanigans didn't stop her from winning.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do you think happens for Ned? We still have a, scene, have, have a scene with Michael where he says, well, you always know if things don't go well, you could always come back, back to... back ELQ. Yeah.
1: He'll probably go back to ELQ. And Olivia was like, yeah, I'm secretly hoping that you're not going to win anyway, because this was exhausting. <laughs> like, I love the fact that she was just real. She was like, yeah, you know, it was all good, but mm, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> but you feel like as soon
0: as she said that, you knew it was like, all right, they're they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like this storyline is going to pay off better to find out, to find Kevin. Because she has a focus on mental health, that mm-hmm. it makes sense for her to win the
1: mirror. And I love how every time she says that, that they, the camera switches to Ryan's face, and he just has that twitchy kind of look <laughs> on his face, like he's just like he just wants to jump across the room and punch her in her throat. It makes me laugh every time she says that, and in, in the cameras on him, and he's all making that face. It's so funny. The,
0: you know what? I think I am uh, I tired of. It. Tell me how you feel about this little little. Uh, Trope they do a lot on General Hospital. Anytime they have big events, whether it be the nurses' ball, this inauguration, mm-hmm. where they do the little, uh, they freeze the video and make it look like a photo.
1: I can't stand. that. I don't that. like that either. I know it's kind like, of it's kind of annoying. Oof. It's kind of a little annoying. Yeah, it's like
0: no, nobody's posing for this photo. How
1: about let's, let's let's switch over to, um, uh, Liesl. <laughs> Because I just love when Liesel comes to town because it's just funny because she's always lurking in the shadows with bad news for somebody. Yeah. Just always lurking in the shadows. And I'm pretty sure she's not going to be able to keep that secret about Valentine much longer.
0: No. I mean, it's, you know, well, <laughs> all right. We have Liesel and we have Nina. Yeah. Uh, and everybody, when they find out that Nina wants to get back with Valentin, they nobody's reacting positively. Nope. Liesl's not. Uh, Curtis isn't. Maxie Maxie's isn't. not. So if you were getting involved with some guy, again, that you've had a rocky relationship with, and all your fr- and you were like, I'm doing this, and all your friends were like, would you Would you check yourself and go like, alright, what am I doing?
1: Yeah, so I've been that chick and did it anyway.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've so, been
1: that person, so I kind of empathize with Nina on that one, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't help who you fall in love with. And, I, you know, but you're like
0: it's like you know this one's doomed for failure because you're right. Liesel's not gonna, it's gonna come out.
1: Oh, she's gonna tell. She's come this close to telling already, so mm-hmm. it's just she'll probably tell this week.
0: I mean, all it takes is Valentine to push one wrong button. Oh, and, it, that's and it's it. a wrap. Yeah,
1: it is a wrap. And I, I feel, I oh, I cannot wait to see what happens when Nina finds out. Like, is she gonna lash out at him? Is she gonna lash out at that? Is she gonna find that Sasha chick? And lash out at her like, who is she gonna take that out on? Because she gonna take it out on somebody. Somebody gonna catch hell.
0: Well, I mean, there's still that that speculation going around that Willow is truly her daughter.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Which almost kind of makes it good for the fact that she she and Willow do not get along at all. Then to find out they're like, oh, well, that
1: actually would be a nice little plot twist. Hmm, I kind of like that idea. Now that you bring that up, that would be nice. Yeah, they don't get along because. Nina is a mean girl. That's why Charlotte's a mean girl.
0: Uh, we do see more of Willow hanging out with Chase, and we know the idea of, like, uh, she does have these, like, I like when they're over at uh, Charlie's and they leave and there's Michael. In the right, window. I was
1: about to say, Michael's lurking in the background, like, <laughs> but I love you, too. <laughs> oh, I was man. just like, oh, my God, Michael, why are you such a wuss? If you like the girl, just tell her you like her. Yeah. Like, why are you letting Chase move in on your territory? Like, you know, speak up.
0: Yeah, because so far it really hasn't turned into a triangle yet. Mm -mm. So I'm waiting for to see Michael to kind of make some kind of like...
1: He needs to make a move. I'm like, why is he lurking in the background? Like him lurking in the shadows looking like a puppy dog is getting on my nerves. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to need you to step up to the plate, my brother and get on with it be like yo do caveman style or something i'm like you need to do something
0: uh as we're getting ready we're getting close to the end so before we get to news and gossip i'm gonna rapid fire some storylines so here you think about them. okay what do you think about uh we've got sam jason shiloh
1: oh that shiloh dude is bad news i'm not feeling that at all but it's gonna be interesting i think jason gonna take him out
0: I'm curious to see how much like Daisy is involved with this because we see like when she's going with uh, she's going involved in Christina. With
1: it. Yeah. She's involved with it wholeheartedly. Yeah, and because...
0: then she did the the, the newspaper and stuff mm-hmm. at the, the the home. But mm-hmm. to see if she's not really just like if she's an a, a, a acolyte of Shiloh or somebody that's in more of a, a partnership with Shiloh. Mm. I don't know.
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I
0: don't know. Uh, yeah. So and we've got we, of course we have uh, Oscar, but we've got yeah, Drew and Kim mm-hmm. and uh, Julian. Do you do you care?
1: No, okay. I don't. There's a lot. I,
0: I mean, I see. I went a little down, down a, a Twitter rabbit hole about like there's this one Twitter, <laughs> Twitter by the General uh, General Hospital spoiler site where they have like inside news that uh, like Billy Miller's like you know he's gonna get out of the show. He, he's he's not happy. He's gonna but leave. Yeah,
1: they're not using him. They're he's not just, utilizing him very well.
0: Supposedly there's going to be a love triangle between Drew uh, Drew Sam and Jason, but that's been ixnade.
1: Yeah, so that's know old news that too. Is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't see that happening. Uh, Mike's uh, Mike Punching Sonny. Oh, that was hard to take. That was hard to take. But I don't know. I think Mike is getting to that point where he's not going to remember anybody soon. I think it's going to, really devastates Sonny. As much as Sonny keeps saying, you know, it's hard for him to, to acknowledge that and everything. I think it's really gonna take him for a loop. But I do like the fact that he went and he talked to Marcus about not taking Yvonne out of the the um the home mm-hmm. because that would be too devastating for both of them and that they need to put their feelings in front of their own. I thought that was a that was a cool moment for Sonny. But yeah, that was hard to take.
0: It was. It uh yeah, I mean, I feel like we were definitely closer to the end of that story.
1: Yeah, sad.
0: So, uh, so folks, as we're getting ready to wrap up, a little, I uh, tease some news and gossip. We'll hit that real quick on our way out,
1: After,
0: uh, Ooh, TV news. telling us right out of here. Heck. So, of course, if you're thinking General Hospital, you cannot think of uh, Luke Spencer. Oh,
1: of course not.
0: Yes, is uh, he coming back? Well, Anthony Gere, his uh, the the you know the portrayer of Luke Spencer and all his iterations there, uh, retired. From yes. GH. Yes. Uh, and had left the show a couple years ago. Yeah. Did show up for a brief cameo when uh, Jane Elliott left as Tracy Quartermain, right. but uh, didn't even speak in that. It was just there just as a uh, quick little smile. Right. Uh, with a sweet retirement hairdo of his. Right. <laughs> uh, but he just had an uh, interview with uh, and in Death. Uh, and Death. <laughs> Whoops, no. Soaps Soaps in Death. Depth. and Death. Uh, and <laughs> he actually discussed the possibility of coming back to GH. And he admitted that he's loving life away from show business, but he's definitely not shutting down the idea of rejoining GH. He, uh, he expressed the desire to give fans what they want, so Luke could show up again uh, one day. Oh, I would love that. That would be so much fun. Yeah. So, uh, as he says, uh, I, one of the things I've learned from being on this planet 70 years is to say, I don't do this or I don't do that. Just you limit your options. Yeah. I keep an open mind and uh, I try to keep an open mind about everything.
1: Yep. You never know.
0: Would you want to see Luke Spencer back on the oh, show? Oh, hell yeah.
1: Hell yeah. It would be like a, a shot of adrenaline to General Hospital. Because it's been kind of, you know, ebbing and flowing. So, yeah, he would be, it would be great to have him come back.
0: But I feel like if he comes back, I would want to see it for like, I don't want him to do like another Jane Elliott cameo. I'd want to have him here for some considerable time to do something.
1: You know, it'd be nice to see him for like a month, you know, just long enough for him to like, you know, get his whistle wet and then bounce. You know? And <laughs> <laughs> then bounce. And then bounce like a rubber ball, you know? Uh,
0: all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the GH Report. Yeah, time has flown by while it we've did. discussed. We yes. covered a lot, though. Uh, yes. So, uh, as always, folks, thanks for joining us. Like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and thanks everybody for hopping in the chat. I know Carlos loves yes. reading all your thoughts there. I'm
1: looking at everybody. Let me see if I can run through the names real quick. Doug Marlon Wallace, Daisy Flower 40, Simone Francois, Michael B., uh Kelly public cover Annie going Rena Sheen some Wanton. I don't know if that's right but I'm saying it anyway jazz Four Eleven Seventy Three, Aisha um uh war hero 99 I think I got everybody
0: oh uh, and for those of you that uh, and those that missed...
1: I didn't sorry
0: <laughs> yes we love you nonetheless. We do. Uh, uh, But, uh, Carla, if they want to find you after the show, talk all things General Hospital or or your new book or whatever (laughs) is going on, where can they find you?
1: You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. You can also find me right before the GH Report at Black Hollywood Live doing my film review show over there, The Curvy Critic with Carla Renata. And go to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com to find my book, The Actor's Guide to Self-Marketing, How to Promote and Brand Your Unique
0: Image. Look at that. That is a must-read, everybody. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. Folks, thanks so much for joining us here for this episode of the GH Report. I'm so excited I stumbled over my words. But we'll be back next time with another new episode right here on After Buzz TV.
1: Peace.